Hi, my name is Irene Taves, and I've been attending White Ridge for about eight years now. My faith journey started a long time ago, before there was color television. I was raised in a Christian home with loving parents, two brothers and a sister. Besides going to church weekly, many times, twice on Sunday, my mom taught DVBS, five-day club, good news club in our home, so I was taught from a young age the stories of the Bible. My dad was also very active in church, and especially on the mission board. We attended a Mennonite church that was founded by about 20 couples and their families that had moved into the city from southern Manitoba. It was a very difficult time for, for many as the country way of life conflicted with city living. Since I was the youngest of four, I had to stay closer to home than my siblings, so I watched and I learned what worked, what didn't work for my siblings and my parents. It was with these observations at a young age, I decided to be good. No, this is not when I became a Christian. I just decided to be good. In my church in the 60s, we used to have revival services. A speaker would come for a week and preach revival. It was more like a lot of hellfire and brimstone preaching. These services, at one of these services, I went forward. Actually, I saw one of my brothers go forward, and I figured if he was going to heaven, I was going to. So I followed him. One of the deacons took us back into the room, and he talked to us about our decision. Did we believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, and that Jesus died on the cross and saved us from eternal death? Because we were sinners, that Jesus rose from the dead after three days and returned to his Father in heaven, and that Jesus will come again to take all Christians to heaven forever. If I think about it now, this was a lot for a young person to truly absorb and understand. However, I said the prayer with my brother and Mr. Neufeld. He also encouraged us to go home and tell someone about this decision. My mom had stayed home that evening, and we had gone with Dad. Since Dad knew where we were after the service, it figured he knew what we had done, so we didn't need to tell him. I remember going into the house and telling my mom that we had become Christians. Somewhere between following my brother, hearing the explanation, and praying with Mr. Newfeld, I realized I needed to do this on my own. It was then I decided to give my life to Christ for real. I continued to do my best to be good, sometimes praying for help and forgiveness. I knew I needed to ask for, for forgiveness, but I was a good kid in comparison to a lot of what I saw at school and in the neighborhood. I tried sharing my faith in God to the best I could with my friends. I remember talking to a friend from school one day, and as we stood on the street corner, we stood there a long time and I told her about God and why she needed to become a Christian. My tactics were a bit unrefined. Remember, I heard a lot of hellfire and brimstone preaching, so I repeated what I heard. At about nine, about nine years later, after making my decision to become a Christian, I was baptized on confession of my faith. I stood in front of my church and my family, confessed Jesus as my savior. I answered the questions, do I recognize that I am a sinner saved by grace? Do I confess Christ as my savior and will I live for Christ in my daily life? I was able to answer yes to all of the questions. It was a great day. In the Mennonite church, baptism at that time was a method of pouring water on the head as I knelt in front of the church. I remember feeling completely empty and clean on the inside. I was happy to be baptized and excited for my future life. 
I continued to be involved in youth church and youth group. And at this time, my parents had moved to Domain. I lived there for the last very difficult four years of high school. When I moved back to the city to get a job, I was fairly confident that my roots of faith in Christ were pretty deep and strong. However, I found myself trying to live on both sides of that proverbial faith fence. I didn't make the decision to live on the fence, but with the choices I made, I slowly ended up there. There's a song that came out a few years ago by Casting Crowns. The lyrics describe that time of my life. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade when black and white have turned to gray. Thoughts invade, choices are made, a price will be paid when you give yourself away. People never crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. It's a slow fade. I was now in my 20s, and suffice it to say, the fence was not comfortable, safe, and I found myself slipping on the wrong side of the fence. The black and white had turned to gray, and I was living in a world of gray with no color. It's oppressing, depressing, and I don't care what people say, it's lonely. Again, I had to make a decision, slip off the fence onto the gray side, or get off in the side that had color and the only good choice. It was at this time that I had a deepening of my commitment to Christ. I wanted to live for him and do what he wanted to me, me to do. So I jumped off the fence and ran as far as I could. I continued to be involved in my church, but at this time, with a new excitement and commitment. I stayed in my home church for many years. Then about 12 years ago, I made a decision to find a new church. About 20 years ago, I had attended White Ridge for a short time. I liked what I saw here. However, for reasons I can't remember, I went back to my home church for a few more years. When I continued to look around at other churches, nothing felt right. I was always drawn to White Ridge. So one Sunday, eight years ago, I got in my car, drove to White Ridge, and I've been here ever since. I've been encouraged to become a member at White Ridge numerous times, but the re-baptism, full immersion, as opposed to the pouring thing was something I needed to work through. The NAB conference stipulates that baptism is a method of complete immersion. I wanted to become a member, but I also wanted to acknowledge my first baptism as valid. So I prayed, and my life group prayed. A few Sundays later, Pastor Elf mentioned in his benediction about covenant. It struck me that I'd already was committed to staying at White Ridge and serving here. However, I realized that in order to serve this church family in ways that the Lord was leading, I needed to become a member, which required me to be baptized by complete immersion. Today, I choose to be rebaptized as a commitment and my covenant to you and to publicly proclaim my commitment to live for Christ in my daily life. I ask that you, my White Ridge family, continue to pray for me, tap me on the shoulder when I mess up, rejoice with me in the good times, cry with me in the bad times. I commit to each of you to pray for you in the bad times and in the good times. I promise to love you and forgive you when you mess up, and I will rejoice with you when you rejoice and weep with you when you weep. There have been many challenges in my life in the last couple of years. Losing both my parents within three months of each other and then two years ago being diagnosed with cancer. I am so grateful for God, for the example of my parents who demonstrated faithfulness and trust in God during the most difficult times of their lives. 
while I was been treating for cancer, I drew upon their example. I chose to trust Christ, even though I didn't understand why or what God's plan was for my life. At this time, I knew at, at that time, I know he is faithful to complete the work he has started in my life. There are many scriptures that I can say are my favorite. The one I find I go to most often is in Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you. Finally, I thank God for the blessing of bringing me to White Ridge and for the love you have shown me. I look forward to many years of serving Christ with each of you. Thank you. <laughs>